It's time to get up and get going, South Coast. It's time for the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM. Also streaming live on WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message or a voicemail through the WBSM app. And now, ready to start your day off with a bang. It's Tim Weisberg. Welcome back in the second hour here on Wednesday, 508-996-0500. If you want to call in and chime in, I'm just uh, looking up something here on the live traffic map. Uh, We have a report from Stephanie in New Bedford, Hyannis. That's what it says. So I'm guessing she goes back and forth between the two. And she says, good morning, stop and go traffic on 195 East, just before the Wareham exit, fire and police going by, an accident possibly. So I pulled up uh, Google Maps and I can see that the traffic backup is on 195 uh, East. It is uh, backed up all the way pretty much to the Marion exit. And that is going to bring you all the way up to where the accident is, which is right around the area of... Um, eh, right around where the uh, rest area is with the boat launch. Maybe a little bit before that. So that's uh, that's the backup that you're dealing with right now. And if you are heading toward the Cape from there too, there's also a backup uh, a little bit further down on 25 as well. So just keep that in mind. Um, and then there's, of course, there's the backup at the Bourne Bridge because of the work that they're doing there too. So, but yes, 195 East is backed up from just about where that rest area is all the way back to the Marion exit. So, and Google Maps does not have a, a, a listing for what's going on. Usually, if it is an accident, they have like a little icon that says that. Nothing there now, but that that's a pretty safe guess based on the information she provided and, uh, and, and taking a look at what's going on there on the live traffic map. So, and I know like, you know, some radio stations have traffic copters and they have all people out there and all that kind of, we, we appreciate when you can let us know about those things. And then of course we use Google maps to, to just check everything and see what we can find. The live traffic map on Google maps has been a lifesaver for me many times. And, uh, you can also utilize the live traffic option on the WBSM app. So if you're getting ready to leave and you want to see if there's any traffic, just open up your app and hit live traffic, and then you'll be able to access it. I just want to be able to scroll through a bigger map, so I use Google Maps on my computer. Uh, Also, another Stephanie, Stephanie in East Freetown, sent in an app chat message who says, Hi, Tim, I use the app exclusively. I do not see a money bag icon on the app. What do I need to do to see it? So sometimes with some people's phones, they don't have it set to auto-update apps, And sometimes, depending on, you know, the app store, the app store might not auto push out the updates. So that might be what's happening. Every time that we make a change to the app, whether it be us adding a button or 
whether it be us adding a feature or things like that. It's basically an updated version of the app. So if you're not seeing it, the best thing I can recommend is two things. One, first, log out of the app itself, which let me open it up so I can make sure I'm giving you the right info. And the button up in the uh, left, what do they call that? A hamburger? The three lines. If you click on that, you'll see one that allows you to close the app. I would just try that first because it might be that the app has been opened in the background, so it hasn't had a chance to update, and then relaunch it. If that doesn't work, the easiest thing to do, delete the app and re-download it. And then that way there you'll get the latest version of it. But you should what you should be seeing, Stephanie and others who aren't seeing the money bag, when you open it up, that gray box in the middle right under the lead story photo, that gray box that says listen live, app chat, open line, the, one, the button on the far left, the first button should be a little money bag icon that says win Trump's money. So if you're not seeing that, you just need to update the app. You can go into your app store and you can type in WBSM app and it may have a box that says update app and you can hit that and it'll give you an update or you can just delete it and re-download it. That's the easiest thing. I do that because sometimes some of my apps get hung up and I know that I don't have everything working. Instagram does that to me all the time where like Instagram will lose some functionality and I'm like, what's going on with this app? And then I'll go on downdetector.com and I'll say, is Instagram having problems? And it says everything's reported fine at Instagram. There are no reported problems. I'm like, well, then it's my app. And then I'll just go in, delete it, go back into the app store, redownload it. And then I'll usually have that functionality back. But yeah, it's, it's not, it's, it's, there's probably something that I can adjust that will keep that from happening, but I can't find it. So the, the delete and reinstall option is always my first choice because it's quick, it's easy, and I know I'm getting the latest version. So try that, Stephanie, and if that doesn't work, or if it does work, either way, send me an app chat message. Let me know if it works for you. And again, if you are going to get ready to try to win Trump's money, well, your first code is coming up in the next hour. and We'll have one every hour through 5 p.m. all day today. And this is, I can tell you, we're going to be doing this for the next couple of weeks, too. So this is only week two of four. So you're going to have plenty of chances to not only enter to win $100 each hour, but also to enter to win that grand prize of $30,000. And as I always say, you're listening to WBSM anyway, right? So why not play along and try to win? Unless you're related to me, then you can't. It's funny because I, I can't tell you how many times I've had people that are related to me ask me, oh, you guys are giving away tickets to this on, on, on Fun 107. Like, how do I win? And I have to say, you don't. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> you do realize that, you know, we're related and I work there. So you're ineligible. Oh, come on. Really? You should quit your job then because I want to win tickets. Uh, anyway, speaking of tickets, too, we've got a really great show we're going to be giving away tickets to a little bit later on in the fall and we'll have some more details for you coming up but let me just say ladies love this guy so there's your there's your hint for who we'll be giving away tickets to later Jeff in Fall River says good morning Tim 
Uh, let me click on this, Jeff. Hold on a second because it's my screen's cutting it off, and I want to make sure I read your entire message. Good morning, Tim. If the server minimum wage goes up, why tip anymore? Usually I tip 20% strictly on the quality of service. At the end of the day, whatever happens, the cost increase usually gets passed on to the customer. Well, no doubt about that. But that does bring up an interesting dilemma that we talked a little bit about yesterday. If they do raise the minimum wage for tipped employees, now the idea would be that they would still be able to get tips. They're not going to say you can no longer get tips. They're going to say you're going to get $15 an hour plus tips. Make sure you claim every tip that you get. And as you and I know, there's probably some people who get tips who claim every single dollar that they make. There are people who are so afraid of the IRS and any potential issues that they are accounting for every cent that they make and reporting every cent to the government. But let's face it, many of the people who are in that business are in that business for the cash and are certainly not claiming every dollar that they make. Maybe they claim every tipped, uh, every uh, credit card tip because there's a written record of that, but the cash goes in the pocket. When I was working in the diner that I worked at, it became a thing once we got a POS system. By the way, that's point of sale. It's, I don't want anybody to think that I am uh, using a tasteless acronym. No, no, that's point of sale system. That's those computer systems where you can type in what it is or press the button on the screen and it rings it up and then you get a printed out receipt and all of that. Before that, we had the handwritten checks. And I used to have to go through the handwritten checks every day and tally up. In fact, that's how I learned I needed glasses. I used to have to tally up everything that we sold in a, in a ledger to help keep track of inventory all by hand. And I would say to the boss, gee, it seems really odd that we don't sell. There's a lot of guys that come in in the morning, early in the morning, that only get coffee. And I don't see slips for just coffees. And he was like, oh, people don't, people get breakfast. And he didn't want to believe it. But then when we got the POS system and he started really, he realized like what he can dive into and he, he loved it. He loved being able to get in there and seeing all the, like the trends of what people were ordering and all that kind of stuff. He, he loved the data. And he came back to me and said, you know, it's kind of funny that uh, we never sell a, a slip for a single coffee. I was like, I know I told you that when they were handwritten, but we realized that when these guys were coming in in the morning, he eventually put in cameras, but when folks were coming in in the morning and just getting a cup of coffee, they knew how much it cost, so the server wasn't writing it up, wasn't putting it into the computer. They just left the $1.50 or whatever it was, you know, a dollar twenty-five and a $0.25 cent tip, I don't know, like whatever it might have been, 2 bucks, whatever they put down. And then the server was just taking that money and putting it in their pocket. Never rang in the coffee. And if that money's not getting rung into the register, what do you think the chances are that it's getting reported to the IRS? Probably not too good. But anyway, the question becomes, if, if tipped employees are going to get minimum wage, does that affect how you would tip? I, I think that it would. I think that it would. I think it would affect a lot of people in the way that they tip.
Well, and then the argument that I got from a caller yesterday was, well, I tip for good service. So it, it doesn't matter to me what they're getting paid per hour. I'm not thinking about that. I'm tipping for good service. Okay, but I get good service in a lot of places where it's not customary to tip that person. I get good service when I go to the supermarket. I don't, I don't tip the cashier. And then, well, the argument might be, well, they're, they're not running around and, and, and catering to your needs like a server does in a restaurant. Okay, but there are other places where they do do that that still don't get tips. Caller points it out, you know, I don't, I, they don't tip at McDonald's. And you certainly don't say, or at least most people don't say, here's five bucks for the cook. So I, I don't know. If you are paid, see the, the reason and the reason why people tip is because the server makes less than minimum wage. And I know the the discussion yesterday was that people make less for minimum wage because they get tips. But if you are getting a regular minimum wage and waiting on the customer is your job, then that is just your job at that point. Now, I also, you know, I also tip my barber. My barber owns the barbershop. Whatever profits are to be made, minus his one employee, are going to him. But I still tip him. Because that's always been customary. I got into this argument with some people when I was staying in a hotel recently. Because I said something about needing cash to leave for the, the cleaning person. On the final day, and I said, you, you, you tip the cleaning person? And I was like, of course. I generally leave $5 for every day that I stayed. You don't, you don't tip the person who comes and cleans the room and brings you towels and all that stuff? No, that's their job. So I don't know. I mean, it, it, who deserves a tip and who doesn't? Like, do you tip a shuttle driver? If you go to the airport and you park in economy parking and you take the shuttle all the way from the economy lot at Logan all the way across the airport to Terminal A, Do you, do you tip the shuttle driver? And, you know, I was thinking about this a couple weeks ago when I flew. I don't tip the shuttle driver at Logan. But I tip the shuttle driver at TF Green because he gets out of the shuttle. He takes my luggage. He carries it on. The driver at, at Logan doesn't have time for that. You carry your own luggage on. So there's a little extra service there that I give him a buck or two for. I usually say, don't bother. It's, I just got my one carry-on bag. But if he does do it, I, I tip him. I really, really, really have a problem with tipping 
DoorDash, Grubhub, those things. It's not that I mind tipping them. I just don't like the process. I don't want to tip that person until it gets delivered. And I know you can adjust the tip after, but you feel like the biggest jerk if you do that. And if you order from them semi-regularly, you might get the same drivers and they, you know, they get to know you. But I, I, I hate leaving the instructions of where to leave the food and then finding it somewhere else. Like, I don't know, the neighbor's house. But I've already left a 25% tip. What am I going to do? Go in there and adjust it to 15%? I mean, I want to. That $1.75 difference won't make a difference in my life, but on the principle of you just didn't read the instructions. Leave it on the back door. Don't use the front door. Anyway, five oh, I know, first world, first world problems, right? 508-996-0500. We can get your thoughts on that. Uh, also, last night they did have that city council hearing regarding the nip bottle ban. And the council, I believe unanimously, was against the ban. Overwhelmingly, the attendees were against the ban. I don't know what good it's going to do. Because the licensing board is the one with the authority. But the council is going to try to push for a plan in which the ban would be pushed off a year to November of 2024. So that, and, and I think that that's a fair ask. Other towns that have put in these bans have given businesses much longer to go through their supply and to prepare for what that new business model will be. So I think it's fair to say if, if, it, if it has to happen a year later than you wanted to put it into effect is, is, is a fair ask. And it might, it might be, you know, more than is necessary to get through that supply. But it's you've also got to think that there's there's going to have to be a change in, in the way that they do business. And preparation for potential loss of revenue. Well, I mean, shouldn't say potential. It's going to be a guaranteed loss of revenue. What was the estimate? Between 15 and 50% of a liquor store's business are NIPs. Which does two things. One, it shows you how much the economic impact will be of a ban, but it also shows you what the problem is with NIPs. Because if 50% of your customers are buying those, do you think 50% of your customers are drinking those the way that they were intended to be consumed? So we'll keep following along with that story. But again, you know, the city council doesn't really have any teeth in this matter. We'll talk more about it with the counselors on Friday. And I'm sure Marcus and Chris will be discussing it on South Coast now and we can discuss it here in the morning. But ultimately, the licensing board has all the authority here. Although that little bit of interesting information they found out about the constitution of the, well, the way that the board is constituted could cause some problems. 
508-996-0500. I've got to take a break. We'll be back in a few moments. All right. 508-996-0500 is the number. Caller, I'm just going to ask that you hang on, and we'll take you immediately after the news. So uh, don't go anywhere. You'll be first up as soon as we get back. We'll also take some more of your app chat messages. Uh, I got an interesting one that I will read when we come back, too, that I think might spark some discussion here. And I want your thoughts on the potential of tipped employees also getting minimum wage in addition to tips. Will that change the way that you tip? But right now, let's go into the newsroom with Adam Bass. Elon Musk says he's going to visit the U.S.-Mexico border to examine border security. The tech billionaire said he talked to Republican Texas Congressman Tony Gonzalez this week about the massive numbers of migrants coming across the border. Migrant encounters at the border are nearly up 30 percent in the last month, according to the Customs and Border Protection. Meanwhile, the Mexican government has begun negotiating with countries in Central and South America to try and stop people from reaching the U.S. border. Mark Mayfield with more. They will start taking into custody those that are expelled at the international bridge connecting El Paso and Juarez. The Mexican government is also vowing to work with the nation's biggest railroad to deter people from hopping on trains. I'm Mark Mayfield. United Auto Workers President Sean Fain says the union isn't letting up on its demands amid an ongoing strike. He spoke to MSNBC Tuesday, the same day President Biden stood alongside members on the picket line in Michigan. Fain noted he's thankful for Biden's support, but that the real focus remains on the workers. He added that the reason the strike against the big three automakers is going on is from, quote, corporate greed. President Biden's dog, Commander, has been another Secret Service officer, the 11th known instance. NBC's Kelly O'Donnell reports. This has been a recurring problem that the first family has tried to deal with. They say they've uh, brought about training and they've tried to have some designated areas where uh, Commander Biden can run and play uh, that everyone knows are sort of his space and his turf. The purebred German Shepherd bit the officer Monday night. She was treated and is said to be doing okay. Donald Trump's attorneys claim federal prosecutors are trying to, quote, unlawfully silence the former president in his election case. Attorneys urged a judge not to impose a partial gag order on Trump, as requested by special counsel Jack Smith. They argued in a filing federal prosecutors are trying to strip Trump of his First Amendment rights during the most important months of his campaign for president. The federal case charges Trump for his alleged efforts to overturn his loss to President Biden in the 2020 election. And Miami police arrested a man after more than two hours of negotiations while he danced and did yoga poses on top of a fire rescue truck in the middle of traffic. City of Myanmar cops responded to initial reports of the man dancing in an inter in an intersection in South Broward County. When they showed up, he jumped on top of the ambulance. He will likely face a mental evaluation. In sports, the Boston Red Sox suffered a 9-7 loss against the Tampa Bay Rays last night. They will play them again today at 6-10 p.m. And the Bruins fell to the Buffalo Sabres last night 4-1. The Bruins will play the Philadelphia Flyers on Friday. And now here's your ABC6 local weather forecast. Wednesday has sunshine, all day long in fact, and it will bring temperatures to top out near 67. For tonight, mostly clear. It is going to be chilly though as lows drop in the mid-40s. And for Thursday, another mostly sunny day with a high near 68. Be sure to watch ABC6 for my full seven-day forecast. From the ABC6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Kelly Bates on New Bedford's News Talk Station, 1420 WBSM. It's currently 47 degrees right now in New Bedford.
I'm Adam Bass, WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's news talk station, WBSM, and get breaking news alerts and podcasts with the WBSM app. Stream WBSM live, crystal clear, with one touch, the WBSM app. favorite songs 508-996-0500 let's go right back to the phones good morning you're next on wbsm yeah hi tim how's it going good i think you've covered everything on tipping except one thing what's that that drives that drives me crazy you haven't been to a restaurant and you get the bill at the end and you look down and you say okay i owe a hundred bucks and you leave a tip and then you find out that it says on the uh receipt tip is included yeah, actually, uh, Gilly called about that yesterday. He said that he had an incident where he went out with a group of friends and they left the tip, not realizing that the tip was there, went back late and, and uh, looked later and found out that it was included. He actually went back to the restaurant and, and asked for the money back. Yeah, you know, it's interesting because one of the things that, that comes to my mind is can they legally do that? I mean, in other words, they're going to charge you no matter what the service is, no matter what the food is, and yet they can they do that legally? I... Can they legally add well, they that do. on there? Yeah, exactly. As long as as long they can add it on there, as long as they notify you that it's going to be added. Yeah, see, that's the thing. That that's the other glitch is if they told you up front, like when they're taking your order or whatever, that oh, by the way, the tip is going to be included in your bill. That's fine. But I've had several occasions where nobody mentions anything. I, I just look. I at believe. The my, I believe it has to be on the menu in addition to being on or signage in addition to being on the bill. Yeah. Well, that's one thing about tipping I don't like, because <laughs> I just don't think you should be forced to tip. Say the food's lousy, the service is lousy. Why am I tipping? And I think part of it is that, you know, you, you feel you feel obligated to leave something because you know that the person's making, you know, less money than minimum wage. So I think even bad service is being rewarded because you don't want to walk away with nothing. And also people don't like the perception of what people might say about them and be like, oh, so you're giving at least 15, 20% to somebody that didn't do anything for it. What if you knew that they were getting minimum wage? Then would you say, hey, that person doesn't deserve anything extra. They can just take their regular minimum wage. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, exactly. So anyway. I, I, I don't know. I think, I think you might find that some tipped employees, uh, although a lot of them that don't understand the dynamics of this will be like, yeah, of course I want $15 an hour plus tips. But I think the, the savvy ones will say, no, 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 I don't want to mess with what's working here. Yeah, exactly. Yep. All right. Thanks. All right. Have a good day. Bye. 508-996-0500. If you want to call in and chime in on this or, you know, anything else. But uh, I think there was a, a lot that we didn't get to with this topic yesterday, bringing it up in the last hour and, and getting a few calls. Uh, but uh, this came in from Steve in New Bedford via app chat. Going to Shea Stadium for a ball game quite a few years ago and being shown our seats, the usher wiped them with a towel, even though they weren't wet, and then stood there waiting for a tip. Having been to Fenway many times, I had never seen anyone tip an usher. I was kind of beside myself looking at this guy waiting for a tip. 
And I think that that's probably a situation where I, I mean, if I was in that position, if I was the usher, I would do those things because it was part of my job. And if I got a tip, great, but I wouldn't have the expectation of one. It's like the people who work in a men's room, you know, like, I don't know. I, I, I don't, I, I don't know if they have attendance in women's rooms. Maybe they do. I'm, so I don't mean to sound like I'm only picking on people that would work in a men's room. I just have only been in the men's room and seen attendance. So the ones who are in, in the men's room, you know, they'll, they'll have a little quick conversation with you. But if you're not utilizing them, if you're not having them, you know, powder you up or whatever else they were going to do, do you need to leave them a tip? I mean, I've been into hotel bathrooms and, you know, high-end restaurant bathrooms where they just have all that stuff out there and you just take it. They don't need an attendant to keep an eye on it. The attendant's there to put in toilet paper if it runs out or clean up any messes. But for the most part, if you go into a high-end place bathroom, chances are it's not going to be left in the same condition as, oh, say, the Walmart bathroom. Walmart should have someone in their bathroom at all times. I, I, don't, I don't want somebody in there when I'm in there, but I'm just saying, like, I don't know what people do in a Walmart bathroom. Like, what are you going, what, what is the intention of when you go in there? Like, I've walked in there and seen stuff smeared on the walls. I've walked in there and seen, you know, piles of toilet paper, like, I, like a cat had gotten in and started, you know, batting at the roll. First of all, like, what are you doing <laughs> spending that much time in a bathroom in Walmart? But also, like, why can't you just be a normal human being and a regular member of society? If there was an attendant in a, in a Walmart bathroom all the time, I might feel obligated to have to tip that person if I went in and it was clean and I didn't feel skeeved out by using it just because that's been my, my average experience. It didn't always used to be that way either. The, I mean, listen, my brother and I once had a plan and, and I wish we had done it because somebody else did it and probably made a lot of money. But we, we had once said we were going to design an app and we were going to call it Pooper and it was going to be places where you could do a number two by rating. And now it's already out there. Somebody Somebody did it. The same way I was like when I went to college at UMass Dartmouth and I was like, you know what we should do? We should get one of those cell phones. You know how expensive those are back in 1996, 97. But we should get one of those cell phones and just park ourselves in Dartmouth and put signs up around the UMass Dartmouth campus for all the kids that don't have cars and say, you know, call us. We'll deliver you McDonald's or we'll deliver you, you know, whatever restaurant you want food from. We'll, we'll deliver it to you. And then you just pay us a, a $5 delivery fee on top of your bill. And then that turned into, look at what's out there today. I'm like, damn it, should have jumped on that. But we'd also come up with this, this idea of like, yeah, what if we had an app? Where like we raided bathrooms and like there could be photos so you knew what you were getting into before you went in. And we were like, yeah, well, would anybody really use that? And it turns out, yes, they would. Yes, they absolutely would. We were just thinking about it because, you know, 
we spent a lot of time in public bathrooms and we figured we needed to, <laughs> to put that information to good use. Can't tell you how many times I've been like, I would rather go to the gas station down the street than the bathroom of my friend's house. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Good morning, Tim. How are you today? Good. How are you? We were talking about tipping last night, but the thing you're seeing at Walmart, that's that's drug use. When you see, like, going to a Walmart or a public bathroom and you see toilet paper strewn all over the place, like someone took little wads and threw it all over, uh... Yeah, that's that's the that's the back back end of drug use in that bathroom. I, I think I some of it, some of it is, but some of it are just that people are animals too. Well, that's true too, and you know what? It's it's always amazing to me that people just lose their minds in a bathroom. They, you know, <laughs> I guess they lose their minds in other places too. But uh, the, the tipping was interesting topic because uh, I have. Oh, you're just cutting out a little bit on us. What's that? You're cutting out on us. Uh, how about now? Sounds good. Okay. Yeah, I've got my Italian boss traveling with me this week, and uh, they don't tip in Italy at all, So, and he's paying the bill on all of our dinners. And um, I had to tell him what you were just saying is that when you have a table of eight or more, um, I worked in restaurants most of my life up through college, is um, they will, a lot of restaurants will automatically put a service fee on the, the table as soon as you, they see the table as more than eight people. You always have to kind of look. Uh, you never know which restaurants are going to do it, and they don't post it the way that they should. Uh, it'd be it's very hard to find, but you really have to look at the bill every time just to make sure. Because um, it, you know, I've traveled to Vegas with the large groups, and they'll put they'll put the service charge on at twenty percent, and you know, you've got an extra two hundred dollars on the bill, and you're like, where'd that come from? Well, uh, that's to protect the waiters and waitresses from people at short tip uh, big tables. So, um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and I've I've unfortunately seen that happen. I mean, I've been at tables with a large party and seen them count up the tip and, you know, like, okay, like, this is exactly 20%. And then as everybody gets up and leaves, I, like, turn around and drop another five down. Because, like, oh. it's not it's it's not always the same. If you got good service with a large party, it's not the same as getting good service when it's just you and, and your significant other out to eat. No, for sure. And, and bigger tables require the waitress, and, and sometimes more than one, will call a second person in to help because they're trying to bring, you know, 25 or they're trying to bring 20 uh, plates hot to the table at the same time. There's, it's a little more than just dealing with two people. Uh, one pet peeve I have in the thing now, which is I think you brought up, was <clears throat> like I'll go to the local subway in Asona and, uh, you know, check out for an $8 sandwich and they have a tip show up. And I want to say to them, listen, you guys own this building. I mean, you're the franchisee, and you want to you're going to put a tip on the <clears throat> you know on the the checkout for an over the counter. You know, you're handing me a sandwich over the counter. Uh, it really pisses me off. That's that's the over the line for me. And I haven't said anything to anyone, but uh, I know that when they buy their point of sale systems, these are all popular now to include tips. But they shouldn't be including tips. Uh, I've even seen them at convenience stores, and I'm like, well, what are you doing? And I'm like. You know, you don't deserve a tip, dude. I'm sorry. Right, and and I, I, you know, it's, it's they're they're trying to guilt you into it, and I do kind of feel a little bit guilty. You know, the same way when they ask you, you know, do you want to donate a dollar to this? Like, it took me a long time to say, you know, I don't have to donate to every single cause that they ask me to donate to. You know, I can I can choose what causes I want to donate to, and if it's if it happens to be a day that I have the extra dollar, sure. But sometimes I'm up against it, and I can decide when to make a donation and not when, you know, you're forcing me to because 
You're going to look at me funny if I say no. Um, uh, if you check out at Shaw's now, they have an automatic uh, donation for different um, things. Sometimes it's feed the needy or help children or whatever. Um, and I don't mind doing that so much, but, um, I, yeah, I've run into that, too, where um, they're asking for donations. And my pat response is that my family and I have our charities and we'll donate, you know, to those that, you know, at the time we see fit, and which we do. Um, but it doesn't mean we have to donate for everything that gets put up. And then I'm always skeptical about, you know, with some of these systems, whether um, what percentage is actually going to the donation. Right. I've, you know. So if I don't know that, I'm not really interested to donate, to be honest with you. I'd rather give 100% to something that's going to the people 100%, you know? I watched that series, Telemarketers, on HBO, and it really opened my eyes to, you know, who's making money off, off donations. Oh, no. I know. I just looked up a charity for uh, Jess Machado this weekend, and that cha that, uh, that charity was 50% was going to salaries, and the, the balance was going to the to the charity. And I was like, wow. I said, <laughs> That's a that's a very heavy hit for the for salaries for the uh, uh, for administration, but whatever. All right. Well, thank you for the call. You have a great day. Great day. And I do have to take a break right here, but callers, hang on. We will get to you. We'll be back in a few moments. Welcome back in. Callers, if we don't get to you, we will get to you in the next hour uh, because I do have one more break I got to take. But before I take that break, I want to let you know that if you are looking for a place to have some delicious breakfast this morning or any morning, head on over to Just Another Phoenix Restaurant in North Dartmouth because that's where you can get not only all of your breakfast favorites, but unique items as well. When you walk in the door of Just Another Phoenix, you've got a couple of choices. You can either... Walk on over to the counter and sit in front of the grill. And as you sit there and you have your breakfast, you can chat with the cook. You can watch him work. And if you've never watched a breakfast cook in action, it's amazing. Like the good ones. Like they have just another Phoenix. Don't, if you were watching me, you'd be like, what's wrong with this guy? And I'd be like yelling and flipping out and all that kind of stuff. But nope, that doesn't happen at just another Phoenix. They are cool under pressure and can talk to you while remembering the orders and making the pancakes and flipping the eggs and all. It's so cool to watch. And you can chat with the other folks at the counter too. But maybe you want to come in with the family or with your significant other. Or maybe you just want to sit down and read the paper and get a table on the other side and kind of really just relax and spend some time. Or maybe you want to just grab your food to go and take it home, take it to the office, take it to school, wherever you got to be. And you might even want to not even get out of the car and go through their drive through window and pick it up. The important thing is, is they make it easy for you to have the breakfast experience that you want. To make sure that you can get some good quality home cooking to start your day off right 
without having to sacrifice the other things that you need to do for your day. That's the just another Phoenix way. So when you're down there and you're getting your creative food, keep that in mind. You don't, you don't have to worry about saying, well, I'm, I've only got an hour. Is that going to be enough time to sit down and eat? You can grab it, take it to go. But you can also sit down and kind of take a break from everything that's going on. So check out Just Another Phoenix Restaurant. It's located on Fawns Corner Road in North Dartmouth. i got to take that final break. We'll be back in a few moments. <laughs> All right, that's going to do it for this hour. We are just about out of time. Callers, hang on. We will get to you at the beginning of the next hour right away. So uh, you don't have to hang on too much longer, I promise. But I appreciate your patience. Just a lot of, lot of commercials today that i got to play. So we got to get that done because unlike servers, I don't get tips. I have to work for my money and... I get paid by us having all of our fine sponsors. So uh, unless you want to start tipping me, we're going to have to keep playing the commercials. I'm just kidding. Uh, but we will talk more about this coming up in the next hour.